Welcome to Confessions of a PYP Teacher. My name is Lou Gerlach from Think Chat. I'm so glad that you could join us for another episode. Today we're going to talk about confession number three. Inquiry takes careful planning. As we begin, I want you to think back to your own school days. What is an experience or person whom you remember the most from that time in your life? Take a moment right now to jot that down. When I think back to my school days, the pro oh, there's several people that come to mind for the good and the bad, as we know. But one that is a shining example is my fourth grade teacher, Miss Young. In fact, she reminded me of the classic Hollywood star Loretta Young. She always came into class wearing a bun at the top of her head. She magically float through the classroom so gracefully and she always wore long flowing skirts to school every day. The thing that I remember most about Miss Young is she was the first teacher who saw me not as a student, but as a person with unique gifts. In the summer, our school boundaries changed and I soon found myself going into a school I didn't know and that didn't know me. And fourth grade is a key year for many children. We're starting to know ourselves, um, exhibit a little bit more independence. And I loved my last school, the school that I had been to since kindergarten. And one key experience was the brownies, um, was a major part of my life. And I constantly went to troop meetings and had such an amazing time. And when I wanted to graduate on to Girl Scouts at my new campus, I was told by the troop leader that there wasn't room for an Asian girl like me. And at the time I was painfully shy and like most introverts, I just wanted to shrivel up and be invisible. And a part of me died, it felt like, in fourth grade. And I just tried as much as I could to be quiet and docile. But invisibility was not the choice that Miss Young was going to allow in her class. Instead of letting me hide like all of my talents and the things that I had to say, I was challenged to showcase them proudly to the world. This was very difficult for me. But Miss Young emulated the golden circle that we talked about in our first podcast. She had a clear vision of why she was a teacher and it wasn't to get students to pass a test at the end of the year. Her purpose was to get students to see their inner light and get them to share that passion through the arts, through writing, through speaking, and so much more. She built relationships, not just as my teacher, but rather as a person to another person. And she shared her love of literature with all of us, and soon we became writers. I still have a book that I wrote in fourth grade, but more importantly, she helped us as young people find our inner passion so that we could manifest our own golden circle experience. That to me is an educator. And so when we think about this whole process, what does Miss Young have to do with inquiry that we've been talking about? To me, she is everything that inquiry embodies because inquiry takes intention. It takes practice, it takes focus. And for me, 
as a young person who was terribly introverted, it was helping me to find that purpose within myself. And last time we explored the terms um, the, of the inquiry thinking, engaging, challenging, relevant, and significant. And Miss Young used these terms to guide her teaching every day. She'd often pose interesting questions to hook or engage our thinking. Then she would challenge us by giving us problems to solve related to the topic. She would ask us to respond by making relevant connections to our everyday lives because she knew that our experiences mattered and that's how we were going to connect with what we were learning. And after we understood all of these concepts, she would invite us to find familiar situations happening around the world to establish significance. I remember these things about Miss Young because she was an inquiry-driven teacher. I don't attach the memory of worksheet packets rather than our relationship and her passion for learning. Inquiry is a different mindset about learning and teaching. And yes, children have to learn about the facts, but how they learn them is largely up to you as a teacher. And I'll never forget, in my first year of teaching, I had to go to a district training. And as I'm sitting in the meeting, a hand comes over and touches mine. And it's Miss Young. And her face beaming. And after the meeting, she hugged me and she said, I always knew you would share that same passion with others. Congratulations on becoming a teacher. You're in the best profession ever. And I'll never forget this. I'm welling up as we speak. Because that is what school and education is all about. So how are we going to do this in this time of unique situations where we're virtually learning, we're in person, we're hybrid, we don't know where education is going. So how do we go from being a traditional teacher to an inquiry-driven one? Well, thankfully, there's a few steps to making a difference. One possible way is looking at your lesson planning. What is driving your purpose? Is it content standards? Of course, we have to teach the standards. And we have to um, get this content taught. But what we need to change is how we're teaching it. Are we getting students involved? Are they sharing their interests and their ideas? And this can take some practice in transitioning, but it's well worth it. And we're gonna spend the next three, uh, three more podcasts talking about this transition process. And we're gonna start by looking at some questions. We're gonna look at a framework that I call learning A to Z. We're gonna look at a series of questions to help you guide your lesson and unit planning process to see are you targeting these things because if you are you're crafting inquiry-based learning so here we go the first question how will students create goals based on success criteria are you providing targets for students to achieve are they clear have you unpacked them and then are students making goals based on them and then assessing their progress. This is a huge part of growth. 
and getting students to be motivated and getting them to recognize their potential. Second question, it's a pairing actually. How is the classroom arranged to invite inquiry? So is your classroom collaborative or does it invite inquiry? And who's making these decisions about your classroom? Are you asking your students to help you design your room so that it best fits their learning needs and not your own? This is a huge key. And a third question is, what materials are being used? And is there a balance across all the content areas of the materials you're using? And I'll ask a, add a, a third part question. Are your materials labeled? Because the way that your uh, learning space is designed with the materials, that leads to greater independence if everything is labeled. If you're able to teach children how to utilize materials, how to put them back efficiently, how to care for the materials in your classroom, then when you go to have them lead their own inquiries, they are self-sufficient. They don't need you anymore. And this is so important. So let's go on to the next set of questions, question four. What questions are being posed? That's a very important thing. Are you just asking factual-based comprehension, retail level questions? Is there a balance between open and closed questions? Are you looking for a short-term short response? Or are you looking for something that's deeper? Number five, what strategies are being modeled so students can become more independent? This is huge with students, especially older ones, as they're trying to gain more independence in their learning. How are we teaching not just for regurgitation of facts and regurgitation of processes, but for independence? Sixth question, how are student inquiries celebrated? Okay, you're allowing students to initiate their own inquiries, I hope, and we're gonna talk about how to do that. But you're getting them to inquire and to question and to do all of these things. Is there a celebration for this? Are parents invited? Is the community uh, you know, notified about this so they can also offer congratulations? This is a game changer. This is what Miss Young would have done. And finally, how will students self and peer assess their understanding of the big ideas? This is huge because if you don't get kids to self and peer assess in a natural way and provide the scaffolds and repeat those processes over and over again, it will not transfer back into their own work. So regardless of your school setting, we all have choices in how we teach. We're only mandated on what we teach, and some of us when we teach it, but we still have the liberty on how we teach it. And that is so important because a lot of times teachers say, I've got so much content I've got to teach, but how you teach it will make what you have to teach so much more powerful. So you have two options really. Option A is to teach to a test or to a curriculum. This is mainly relying on a textbook curriculum or framework provided from the district, a planning guide, and teachers don't really require a lot of thinking. Or option B, 
provide some facts or background knowledge, but reply, rely upon the students to make the connections between the ideas. They'll do this by asking questions, testing out ideas, working collaboratively, and assessing the progress with each other. Now, if you were a student today, which one would you rather choose? I guarantee it'd probably be option B. So how are we getting that ready? And if we're already in that framework, how are we making it better? So something to consider. If a child learns skills that help them to analyze problems and present alternative solutions, they'll more likely outperform other students who were taught just to pass the test. You just need to trust the process. Now, if you need some more materials for this type of planning, visit our website at thinkchat2020.weebly.com. You're going to find materials for this podcast. It's in a guide um, called Confessions 3 to 6, Supplemental Materials. Um, the reason why 3 to 6 go together is because the whole planning process goes together. Also, we're going to be launching a five-day inquiry challenge. Go to our um, Facebook group. Look up in Facebook, five-day inquiry challenge, and you'll be able to join our group. So this is all for now. See you in our next episode, and remember to hold on to that passion.